Six o'clock, Sports Radio 94 WIP. Joe Giglio with you, Tucker Bagley behind the glass. You guys with us, 215-592-9494. It's how you hop aboard on this Wednesday night. And I got to tell you, it's starting to feel real now. The NFL postseason is just a few days away. We know the Eagles have the week off. We'll be watching and waiting for an opponent to come here to Lincoln Financial Field a little over a week from now. And we're in this weird period where the only thing we could do is is kind of fret. You know, I think by and worry and have concerns because – the Eagles are the favorite. Right now, they're the favorite to, to get out of the NFC and go to the Super Bowl. It's pretty close with the Niners, and I, I wouldn't be shocked if that flips at some point. But right now, we have the NFC favorite. We have the number one seed here on a bye week. And I remember what it was like in 2017, the last time we were in this situation. It was a lot of trepidation, worry. We kind of built up to, you know what? Screw it. They're going to beat the Falcons. This, this, this train's not stopping here. And I expect that to happen at some point over the course of the next week or so as we start building up and we figure out the opponent and who they're going to play and all that. But for now, I think I feel it. I mean, there is an angst here. There's an excitement, but there's an angst with this team because they haven't played well in a month. I mean, that's that's a fact. The Eagles have not played their best football. They're not coming in with momentum, which I don't believe, as I said the other night, really matters. But it's the truth. They're not playing their best football that, you know. Their best football was was well more than four weeks ago, and they're going to have to go out there a couple weeks from now, and they're going to have to play better than we've seen in a while. And and there's definitely real red flags, real reasons for concern. But but I, I think there's two that stand out that I hear the most. I, whenever I'm listening to WIP, we're doing our, our show here, the evening show at night. I'm always I'm always listening during the day. So I feel like there's two major concerns that keep jumping out, and I keep hearing on, on this radio station, and I am with you guys on one of them, and I am not on the other. I I believe the two things that get brought up the most or have been brought up the most the last couple weeks, specifically, I'd say the last two weeks, you know, the Saints game, which was a disaster, and then this past game against the Giants, which was just a weird week 18, half preseason, half really important game that no one could kind of wrap their, their their hands around, like, what did I just watch? The two concerns that I hear more often than not over and over on this radio station are coaching, specifically the coordinators, and injuries. And I'm here to tell you tonight, one of them is an actual concern. And the other one is maybe the most ridiculous thing that we've done in Philadelphia sports in a while. I know we've, we've done some ridiculous things here. And we, we, I mean, I know we just had the, was the vice president of the LTBB in here. I mean, we propped up a, a pretty mediocre quarterback into star status for a while. That drove me crazy. We, uh, we ran a manager out of town who really wasn't bad. I mean, he was actually pretty good. We've done some silly things. We, 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 get, we get crazy once in a while. But what we've done with these Eagles coordinators is, is among the, the wackiest things I've ever seen. This team's 14-3. Here's the real concern, and here's what concerns me heading into the postseason. Not the coaching. Not Jonathan Gannon. Not Shane Steichen. What worries me more than anything, my biggest concern heading in to what hopefully will be three incredible Eagles games that lead to a parade here in Philadelphia, and that is very possible that could happen. My biggest concern is injuries. I mean, yes, they have two weeks to get on the mend here, but you know what? I haven't heard one person tell me, not one person who covers the Eagles, not, not the Eagles, not Nick Sirianni. No one has said to me and made me feel good that any of these injured players are going to be fully good in two weeks. Will Jalen Hurts be healthier and less sore than he is today and was Sunday? Yeah, I'd hope so. But has anyone at all gotten the sense that Jalen Hurts is going to be back to 100% at any point again this season? I haven't. 
He took two weeks off, or I should say couldn't play for two weeks, came out, and all they've said for two days is how story was, how much he was hurting. They made it sound like the guy was, you know, was, he couldn't move, and then he played. That's not giving me confidence that Jalen Hurts' shoulder is going to be A-OK for two games in a row here at Lincoln Financial Field to even get to a Super Bowl. So that is a concern. Lane Johnson, we've just decided like a, a torn abdominal muscle. Nah, give him a few weeks off. He'll be good. I know Lane Johnson is tough. I know he is. I mean, he's as, as tough as any player we've seen here in Philadelphia. I, I have no, like, there's not a, a part of me that believes it's no doubt he gets through the next game. Will he take the field? Will he start? Of course he will. Is he going to hopefully be better because of all the time off in the rehab? I would hope so. But does anyone remember when Deshaun Jackson tried to rehab an abdominal issue? Came back and was like three plays in, he was out. I know they're different athletes, but those muscles are impossible to just like just heal and go away. Sometimes people have abdominal strains forever unless you have surgery. Like that's that's the correction, the kind of the sports hernia kind of surgery. So can Lane Johnson come back and play? Yeah. Is he going to stay himself and play like himself and get through a game against Micah Parsons? or the Bucks pass rush, or, or Nick Bosa? I have no idea. Josh Sweat had an injury that sent him to the hospital two weeks ago. He's probably maybe going to play in this coming game. Avante Maddox is in a walking boot. Is he going to be ready? I mean, here's, a good, here's some good news on that. The Eagles never actually put him on the IR, so they must think there's a chance he's going to be back because they never put him on the IR. So he, he's, you know, he's on the active roster. That's great. But we could be looking at Reed Blankenship taking down a lot of safety or Josiah Scott taking a lot of, down a lot of reps at corner because Avante Maddox isn't back. I mean, we're talking about star player after star player that we have no idea if two weeks is going to do the trick or not. 215-592-9494. My biggest concern heading into the postseason here is not rust. It is not overlooking an opponent. It is certainly not coaching, which I will hit on here in a second. It is injuries. Because the Eagles have some guys that we know are gone, and we have some guys that are coming back, but we have no idea if they're going to be themselves. I, I We spent a lot of time last night about the Jalen Hurts situation. I have no idea if he's going to play like himself again until I watch it happen. I have no idea if Lane Johnson could actually play 65, 70 snaps at right tackle with a torn abdominal muscle. It's a wonderful story. It's like this, the story we tell about Lane Johnson when he's inducted to the Eagles Hall of Fame. Maybe the, maybe the Pro Football Hall of Fame one day. Who knows? Oh, wow. Remember that time he played the playoffs through a, a torn abdominal muscle and the Eagles won the Super Bowl? He's an Iron Man. It's a wonderful story. I have no idea if he can actually pull it off. Josh Sweat, I hope he's back. You know, Vontae Maddox, I hope he's back. But that is my concern. Two weeks will certainly help. It can't hurt. But I have no idea if any of the four important banged-up Eagles will be anything close to what we need them to be in two weeks. Here's what's not a concern, but yet it seems to be on WIP every five seconds. I'm not concerned about the coordinators. I'm not concerned about the coaching staff. I mean, I can't believe the amount of criticism Jonathan Gannon and Shane Steichen get across this fan base. It is, especially Jonathan Gannon, it is outrageous. As if all these teams, last year and this year, that need head coaches and want Jonathan Gannon to interview, they're just they're just dumb. Right? They're just silly teams who have no idea what they're doing. As if Jonathan Gannon isn't respected around the NFL. As if, you know, his defense doesn't have 70 sacks. The Eagles were number one in the NFL in yards per play allowed. They had the most sacks we have seen in the NFL, not this year, since 1989. And because we can't accept his philosophy, we decide he's a, he's a, 
is an issue here. Jonathan Gannon will not be the reason the Eagles don't go to the Super Bowl. He will not. His defense works. It has worked. I mean, for two years, the Eagles, I think, have, have played at or above the level for their talent. Last year, they didn't have much talent, and they were okay on defense. This year, they have better talent, and they've been a top 10 defense. Across the board, a top 10 defense. That's why, I mean, we know that's why Tucker's going to have to buy a big hat, because they finished top 10 at points allowed. Okay? I'm not worried about Jonathan Gannon. They Again, they sit 70 sacks. 70 sacks, and they were number one in the NFL in yards per play allowed. Nobody allows less big plays in the Philadelphia Eagles defense. This worry about Jonathan Gannon out there, you got to relax. Like, I mean, I'm stealing a word from Howard now, but everyone has to just chill out with the Jonathan Gannon stuff. I mean, I don't know what this guy has to do to get some appreciation. Am I worried about Jonathan Gannon? Not a chance because his defense plays the right way. They play the right way. And as far as the offense goes, yes, it has not been great the last couple weeks. But I have no reason to believe Shane Steichen doesn't know what he's doing. I mean, has anyone checked out the Eagles' offensive numbers this year? They scored more points than any team in Eagles history. The Eagles had two receivers break franchise records, and that was in spite of their starting quarterback missing two games. And then in the third game he came back, obviously this past week, he wasn't himself. I mean, they had A.J. Brown break Mike Quick's record, and they had Devontae Smith rack up maybe the most quiet 96 catch season I've ever seen in the NFL. I mean, we barely even mentioned how many catches he was having. He just kept racking them up second most in franchise history. They run the ball effectively. They throw the ball effectively. They make big plays in the passing game. You know, other than the Saints game, when you had a backup quarterback throw a pick six late, I I haven't felt in most games this year their offense stylistically, schematically, play calling was poor. I I I haven't. Did they have a couple turnover games? Yeah, against Washington, against Indianapolis, against Dallas. They had some games where they gave the ball away. But in terms of play calling, Steichen's good. It's why he's getting head coaching opportunities, or at least you know interviews. Gannon is good. It's why teams around the NFL want them. 215-592-9494. Look, we, I think we all have some, some worry deep down. right? The Eagles didn't play their best football down the stretch. This team isn't humming coming into the postseason. So I think it's natural to say there's a little bit of of trepidation. That, that's, that's fair. We felt this way in 2017. But my biggest concern is not the coaches. It's not Jonathan Gannon. It's not Jane Steichen. Those guys are more than fine. My biggest concern is four major players are banged up, and we don't know when they're going to be themselves, if they could play the full postseason, how good they'll be. Jalen Hurts, Lane Johnson, Avante Maddox, Josh Sweat. That, that is concerning I'm not worried about this coaching business. 215-592-9494. Coaching or injuries? What worries you more as we head to the postseason? Tucker, what are you feeling here? Is uh, I think everyone has a, a little bit of concern heading in. Yeah, and you, you wouldn't be alone if you were only concerned about injuries or coaching, right? I mean, there are a lot of issues with this team who both metaphorically and literally are limping into the postseason. When you talk about injuries, I get it, right? Jalen Hurts is banged up. Lane Johnson's banged up. There are a couple guys on the defense that are banged up. But you know what gets around injuries? You know what makes it so that loss is mitigated? Is coaching. And I don't necessarily believe that this coaching staff is capable uh, of scheming around the issues and the losses they've had. I think back to when Jordan Davis went down earlier this season. They didn't change the defensive scheme, right? They didn't decide, oh, man, to, to f- stop the run, we're going to have to go out and we're going to have to start playing more even man fronts where you aren't going to have to rely on a guy who's 350 pounds to plug the middle. 
No, they didn't do that. Jonathan Gannon went to Howie Roseman's office and said, please, can I have some more defensive tackles? And he went out and got 700 pounds of defensive tackle to plug up the middle until Jordan Davis came back. And that's what worries me. Is I don't think Jonathan Garrett's a terrible coach. I don't think he's a fraud. I feel the same way about Shane Steichen, but this is a coaching staff, and this is a team that has played well when they've been really talented on their roster. And when they've been shorthanded, they haven't played as well. And you can say that across the NFL, but when I see what they've done and when they've struggled, yeah, they've struggled with a backup quarterback. Yeah, they've struggled with some backup players defensively, but I've never seen a, a, a team that just... If everyone's hurt, and you're taking a look at the 49ers, they're playing with the backup, you know, Mr. Irrelevant quarterback mm-hmm. right now. They haven't missed a beat, right? They haven't, Kyle Shannon hasn't had to go to John Lynch and say, please go draft another quarterback. Please go trade for another quarterback. I need more help. Where they are right now, like, I'm almost envious of that because I haven't seen the Eagles coaching staff elevate the level of this team when key players are out. Well, they're, well, they're not Shanahan. Sirianni's not Shanahan, and maybe they're not the Niners coaching staff. 215-592-9494, but they could beat those teams. They could beat a team that maybe has coaches you like a little bit more. You know how they could do it? With these players. They have the roster to win a Super Bowl. The Eagles have a roster to go to Glendale and win a Super Bowl over Mahomes, over Allen, over any of those guys. They could do it, but they need their guys back on the field. 215-592-9494. I'm not worried about Jonathan Gannon. I'm not worried about Shane Steichen. I mean, it's it's. if I had told you before the season, the team would win 14 games have 70 sacks, score more points than any team in franchise history, have two 1,000-yard wide receivers, including one that has 95 catches, the other one that breaks Mike Quick's record, and we're talking about being worried about the coordinators? I'd say this is, no way, that's insane. Yet here we are. I'm more worried about the injuries. Tucker's more worried about this coaching staff. Where do you lie? 215-592-9494. Biggest concern as we head towards the postseason. Kevin is a chance for What's up, Kevin? Hey, Joe, great show, great topic. Um, I would agree with you. It's about uh, the injuries. And, of course, Jalen, the most pertinent one. And, you know, when you were talking earlier in your opening remarks about how they downplayed the injury, you know, it seemed like he was coming back. And then after he played with the Giants, you know, he played great. I think, you know, he was shaking some rust off, of course. And there's no doubt he was injured. But I have a question for you. Do you think that maybe – uh, they're overplaying his injury to kind of, you know, keep the opponent off guard a little bit. You know how, like, football is a game of chess and psychology? I just, uh, you know, ask you what you want to think about that. Yeah, it's it. Well, Kevin, I, I actually did think about that because it, it seems like we have a 180 now, right? Like a week ago or a week and a half ago, Nick Sirianni got up there and, and talked about how Jalen Hurts is Superman. Remember that? You know, he heals faster than everybody yeah. else. And then he played, and, and he was a little rusty, but he played and he got through the game. And all we're hearing now is how sore he was, how much, how difficult it was for to get out there, how hurt he still feels. It does feel like a complete change. And Kevin, you might be right. I mean, maybe they want the Cowboys or the Bucks or the Giants or whoever to think Jalen Hurts is not going to run the ball, like he, he can't do that anymore. And then they come out two weeks from now, and he's the typical Hurts we know that he's a dual threat and he runs for you know eighty yards or something. That could happen. Yeah, I mean, I, I had that thought so. Thanks for taking my call. You got it, Kevin. Yeah, I mean, and I don't know. I mean, I, I, I don't think any of us have the answer. That's why, as I said last night, we're not going to have a true answer about where Jalen Hurts is physically until he gets back on the field and plays like himself again. I, I mean, I think that theory that, that our last caller brought up is, is certainly fair. I mean, the Eagles do this stuff all the time. They play games. Uh, like they play games with the, with the, the perception and the reality of injury, and they, they tell you guys close that he's not. They tell you guys banged up, but he played. I don't know. 
I, only Jalen Hurts and the Eagles doctors know where he is right now in his full recovery from the original injury against the Bears. We, they, only they know. We watched him play. I mean, we, we, all have, we all watched it. We could see he didn't play like himself. He was effective enough. They won the game. He didn't play like himself. But I, I go back to this. Whatever your opinion is on Jonathan Gannon and, and Shane Steichen, and if you think those guys are not very good coaches, you're, you're, I don't know what you're watching. Because the NFL obviously believes they're good coaches, and the results say they're good coaches. I mean, to watch this Eagles defense this year with all the takeaways they've had in 70 sacks and to say that Gannon doesn't know what he's doing is, is preposterous. I'm not worried they're going to lose the game. You know what I'm worried? I'm worried about the injuries cost them, that Jalen Hurts can't be himself, that Lane Johnson comes back in there for two quarters next Sunday. He, it, that tear, it, it hurts worse, and I'm watching Jack Driscoll at right tackle in the biggest game of the year. I'm worried that Josh Sweat can't go full next weekend. I'm worried Vontae Maddox doesn't come back, and we're watching Josiah Scott try to cover, you know, a Niners receiver out of the backfield, you know, a, a Debo or an Ayuk in a title game, and it's like, oh, no. Or, you know, they have to put blanket ship at safety because Gardner Johnson the slot, and they got George Kittle running down the seam against Reed Blankenship. That's what I worry about. I'm not worried about this coaching staff. 215-592-9494. Coaching or injuries, what worries you more? Let's talk to uh, Bruce in D.C. Hey, Bruce. Hey, Joe Gillio, how's it going? It's been a minute. Happy New Year. It has way. been, Bruce. How you been, buddy? Uh, I've been okay. You know, I was actually, actually went out to L.A. for Christmas, but I actually got sick with the flu. So I'm just kind of coming back, been recovering off of that. Well, I, look, I'm better better to have flu than to have COVID, but I'm, I'm on the mend now. Well, I'm glad you're feeling better, Bruce. Yeah, you know, it's. I think it's been one of those uh, winters where everyone's got something. So I'm glad you're feeling you're on the way back now. Yeah, 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 absolutely, absolutely. Okay, so, so uh, good topic. Um, I tell you, I, you know, I have, I, I mean, I have concerns for both. Of my, I would say mine is more for coaching. And here's the reason why, you know, I, I, and, I, and, I, and I called in the other day um, to talk about the same thing. You know, um, I mean, if you look at these last three games, starting from Chicago um, and going forward, every single one of those games, um, it's it's the the the, the difficulties uh, and the problems to include even this last game in the first half of the you know uh, 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 of that game it's it's it has been a microcosm of what the uh, of of the issues with uh, the offense and defensive coaching and and, and and the reason why I say that is if you look at closely in in all of those games in those situational. Those situational, they they they're not very good situational coaches. Um, the talent level, you know, the argument of the yes, we got great talent on both sides of the ball. I mean, you look look at the numbers. The talent masked the the uh, situational uh, decision making of of both coaching staffs. So those numbers. And, and when you see it, when when you see it in games that the Eagles have either struggled with, right? It takes them either an entire half where the offense and the defense has been on time. They're like a deer in headlights. They don't know. They don't coach their ways out of difficult situations. Okay, and and, and that's the problem. And then and, and then in the pre the the pre gaming the the pre game plan the coaching schemes that they haven't been very good. Um, they don't commit to the run when they should have. That's how Jalen got hurt in Chicago. Why would you sit out here and pass, 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 pass in some degree? I mean, it's sub-freezing weather, right? 
when you should have been running the ball. And this is how Jalen got – and they found themselves in a situation where they're scrambling and Jalen's got to put the team on his back, and that's what happened. I mean, if you look – and if you look going forward, in, in the games that they lost, it came down to poor planning. Again, that's back on the coaching. They didn't adequately coach um, uh, and prepare for Jordan Minshew, especially in the, in, the, um, in, in, in the New Orleans game. It was the same thing. Why are you going to pass – you, 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 you lost Lane Johnson, right? But you're going to come out and you want to pass 65 or 70% of the time with a backup quarterback against a number two defense in the league that defends the pass. These are the things that have just driven me crazy, okay? And they need to get it together come playoff time because they, and they still have it. It seems like they just struggle. They don't adapt and they don't learn from – uh, from the coaching uh, mistakes and deficiencies that they yeah, had. Yeah, and, anyway. and, and well, I, Bruce, I understand some of the games have been frustrating. Like the Saints one, I think we're all mad. And Bruce, I always appreciate your phone call. But let, let's look at the big picture here. It's a big picture. It's not just one game against the Saints. They've done far more good than bad this season. Far more. I mean, let, let's not pretend this. You don't get to 14-3 and three if the coaches have screwed up all year. I mean, let's, let's just be real about it. You don't get to 14-3. and three. They were 13-1. and one. And we are questioning these coaches heading into the playoffs. I mean, like, Shane Steichen called the plays for the highest-scoring Eagles offense ever. Jalen Hurts was a question mark heading to the season. He played like an MVP. I mean, the play caller's got to get some credit for that. He's part of this whole ecosystem they've created. And then with Jonathan Gannon, his philosophy works. I mean, I I don't know what else to say. His philosophy works. You don't like it. You got that's a you problem. It, it works. This works, and it's it's going to keep working as long as they have good players on this team. Because if you don't have to rush more than four, and you could drop them all back, you you make it very difficult for opposing quarterbacks to score, and you'll take the ball away. Two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. What's your what's your bigger concern right now? I mean, that, because we all have something we're feeling. I mean, this isn't perfect heading in. My biggest concern, my bigger concern of the of these two that I keep hearing, it's, it's the injuries. Because I don't know if Lane's going to be himself. Can he, can he get through a game? I don't know if Jalen could be himself until I watch him be himself. Is Avante playing again? I, I have no idea. And Josh Sweat, I hope he plays, but I don't know. It's, it's all up in the air. They need those guys to win a Super Bowl. Steichen and, and, and Gannon, the, the, co- the coordinators are not my concern. 215-592-9494. That's how you hop for. We'll come back. Your phone calls. And what you hear what Jalen Hurts said after the game. He's right. He's right. There's, there's one way and one only one way. This team loses, doesn't get to the Super Bowl. Hear from Hurts next. Your phone calls on Sports Radio 94 WIP.